Welcome to the Pierce and Kelly podcast, the very first ever podcast. The great thing about this, it started at the first annual Tech for Execs. I'm with Drew Sanford. Drew, I originally wanted, I wanted Chelsea to name this. Please, hackers, don't take my stuff. But it just didn't fly. No one, no one wanted. No one was like, hey, yeah. but that's the case, though. You know, hackers don't care. And just from seeing all the slides, they really don't care, do they? Yeah, I mean, the hackers, a lot of them are just looking for a return on the time they're putting in. So they send out all this information. They're sending out emails, different things, and they're just waiting for somebody to fall for it. When they fall for it, then they start going after, okay, now how can I make money off of this? So, you know, don't think that, you know, they care about you. In some cases they do, but many times... They don't. It's just you're in the right place at the right time to fall victim for it. And you fell for every bit of it. So so tell us your position at Continuum. So I operate as the director of sales engineering. Uh, I was recently actually the director of SOC, and I've, I've moved from the operations side of the house over to the sales team to kind of help bring more expertise on the security side of the house to what we're really doing. So I direct all the teams that assist with onboarding our partners, helping their customers really bring these solutions to market and where it looks for. Okay, on a scale, uh, you know, it's hard for people like that are listening to wrap around their head. Cybercrime, it never affects me. That's I, I guarantee that's exactly what eh, that's that's experience. It's it's all these other people. You know, exactly how big is it? How big of an industry could you turn this? You could actually turn this into a business if you wanted to. Brick and mortar, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Now, I, actually, we, you know, I always like to quote a, a quote by uh, our CEO, Michael George, where he was really talking about the fact that if you look at the cybersecurity industry today, it has exceeded all other forms of organized crime put together. So when you start looking at all those different things we count as organized crime and lump those numbers into one big number, cybercrime has exceeded it, which is why we see it continue to grow because it's easy money for the criminals to fund their operations and what it looks like. So how easy is it for someone to be hacked? So, so really easy, right? You know, we've all seen the emails, the, the links, the things like that, but they're getting better, right? They're starting to look more like when you're on Windows, something pops up on your computer. It looks like what Microsoft's asking you. It's nothing else. And all you do is say, okay, when really it wasn't a part of the operating system. And now all of a sudden somebody's controlling your camera, taking pictures of you, doing all sorts of different things that can happen, right? It doesn't take much. Or just somebody faking a web page to your bank. You go yeah. there, you see a login page. It looks just like your bank. You put in your information just like you would, but all you did was record your login information. Now they're logging into your bank on the background. So how important is it to actually to get your people trained within a business to look for that stuff? So it, it's really important, and that's why there's a lot of tools. I know there's one that, that we work with you all on on bringing out there to do what's called security awareness training for your team. So it's letting them have an idea what to watch for, right? Because it's not as simple as it used to be. It used to be like, a, you know, if somebody wrote the email from Nigeria with all the things <laughs> and it was poorly written English, oh, well, that must be bad, right? They're much better today. They look more like uh, like the real stuff. So it's, it's helping people understand that. But not only training them, it's also testing them, putting tools in place to send those fake emails. And then if people fall for them, help continue to educate and understand your risk and walk them through that. The other one, too, that's, that's amazing is that you always hear about the big guys. The big guys are the ones getting attacked. But what about the smaller guys? Like, you never hear anything about them, correct? Right. Yeah. A lot of times they don't want to because from a compliance standpoint, they don't have the same restraints as some of the big guys do. So would you talk about it if you didn't have to? Right. Would you want your reputation out there telling, oh, yeah, I screwed up and uh, five million of our customers data got put out there on the on the web. Now, I mean, you're not going to tell unless you have to. Right. So they don't talk about it. They keep it private because of the the legal issues and everything else around it. But, But they're still happening. Right. And there's all sorts of resources and seeing where it is uh, and what it is because again 
the bad guys don't care. They may target some of the big guys to get massive pieces of information, but they're also talking targeting the mom sitting at home. One person, right? They're also targeting the business with five employees. It doesn't matter. They're waiting to see what they can because at the end of the day, you care about your data. Yeah. And you've got to get it back. And I was I would think I was reading that some of the construction, medical, that's some of the places that they're they're the ones getting hit. But what are, what else is getting hit that we just don't ever see? So, I mean, there's there's lots of things. You look at all the different industries. Construction and medical are, are big just because of the preponderance of what's out there. Utilities, right? Even small town utilities are getting hit because, the, you know, they're a risk. People, they're testing the infrastructure all the time in case it's something they want to use again in the future for different purposes. You know, you also see, you know, all sorts of different the, – the, the dentist's office down the corner. There, matter of fact, there was just a hack the other day where 400 dentist offices all got hacked in one hack. I mean, start crazy. thinking about the significance of that, and I haven't even heard yet the number of patient records we're talking about across that dental industry. Now, we were talking about seven layers of protection, essentially. A lot of people think that a fire, one firewall is always going to protect them. But, like, for example, I went to one of the uh, – <laughs> I'm not – what city will be nameless, but I walked in, and all that had between them – and something else was basically just a router. And I'm like, this is what you run everything off over? Yeah, that's all. I'm like, there's nothing between you and, and the network. You're like, no, that's, that's it. And I'm like, how have you not been hacked yet? I was so blown away by that. Anybody that believes that any one layer is going to protect them is, has a false hope, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing is perfect. Somebody will always find. So you want layers that look at different things, whether you're talking about like just the antivirus protection that's on your computer. That's a basic layer watching for what's there, right? But now you want to watch who's logging into the network, maybe knowing who's has failed logins that's another area the firewalls are really important but you've got to make sure that you have firewall solutions that have logging a lot of those little routers like you're talking about you log into them there's no there's no history yeah you can't know if somebody's hitting and you know when you say you know how have you not been hacked yet for all you know they have been hacked exactly. and they just don't know it yet right You're just chilling in the system <laughs> yeah so it's having all that in and being and having the tools to evaluate and know what your risk is because unless you know what your risk is you you can't equate you can't put the walls in place to protect you and what those things are so it's it's walking through all of that last thing you know my mac can't be hacked right but my <laughs> cell phone my cell phone's perfect right i mean i'm good right yeah, yeah right uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll just let you continue to believe that right now no so, but yeah but i mean there yeah exactly go ahead so everything can be hacked correct correct like i don't I mean, and like a lot of people you know i love i love apple and i love Microsoft, unless you have some type of protection, you're going to get hacked. It's it's vulnerability that's there and built into it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is if somebody was smart enough to write it, somebody's smart enough to hack it. Exactly. And bottom line, it has more about isolating and understanding where your risks are and putting tools in place to watch that, monitor it, and protect it than it is believing in some false hope that somebody else is watching out for you, yeah. right? So it, it's having those right things in place. You know, if you look at Mac historically, I mean, yeah, there's, they've been a little more resilient, right? Mm-hmm. But they also haven't had as many devices out there. So when you start layering it, I use Macs as well, right? Yeah. I, I love them. But at the same point, you know, everything, <laughs> if it can be written, it can be hacked. Exactly. What is one thing you want people to take away from this? I, I think the one thing to really believe is, is remember that your information is precious to you and it's important and it's made making sure that as you're looking at your business, that you evaluate what the real risk is and that you bring somebody in to help you correctly assess what's my risk and what steps do I need to take. Once you're educated, you know the steps you need to take, then you can make a decision about whether you take it, right? But if you, but you don't know what you don't know. Find out now and then have that conversation. Thank you so much, by the way. Thank you. It's been great. All right. That was awesome. We're sitting here with Ryan Uzel. What organization are you from? 
Um, I'm the senior vice president of, of IT with Old Missouri Bank. Okay, so what did you think of the event? It was pretty cool. It's pretty scary, too, at the same time to see how quick things can turn. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Um, you know, security is a big deal, especially in the banking industry. Do you guys see a lot of threats every day that come through that are consistent? Yeah, we, I mean, we generally do see a lot of attacks. Um, thankfully, we've never had one actually get through. Um, but, you know, we have a lot of things in place to kind of protect us from that with the backups and uh, training and whatnot. How important is it to constantly be up to date with cybersecurity, like on your end, to know the the specific like amounts of threats that are out there? Uh, it's very important to, to stay in the know, know uh, how people are getting through so you can stay ahead of them okay. as much as possible. Yeah, hackers are, it's, it's crazy. Like we get, I constantly get fished on my phone all the time. Like they're constantly like, hey, can I get your, can I get your, uh, your, your, your email or can I get this? It's insane how, how much. And, and then also not to mention how fast, like we were watching the video earlier of Drew hacking. And that was just crazy to see how, how things can take off and not to mention leave you homeless, possibly. Right. So uh, what are some things you take away from this event? Uh, the biggest thing is just layers. Um, you know, you want to have the uh, things in place and you need to have layers. So that way, if they get through one layer, hopefully the other layer will catch it. Uh, and that's something we've done as a uh, bank, you know, having uh, firewalls, um, training, because your weakest link is usually your employees. So you got to make sure they're trained. Uh, have a have something in place to where they can report anything that they uh, find out of place. Mm -hmm. uh, that way you do find out about it. So, Do you find a lot of the employees are, are usually the gateway to, to bring a lot of those those like phishing scams and also the hackers in? Is that usually the biggest, the biggest threat right there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. By so, far. And we, you know, to kind of combat that, um, we actually subscribe to a service where uh, they, uh, we actually do training campaigns once a month and uh, send out test phishing emails. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I get a report. I know who fails them, who doesn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we kind of try to stay up on that. So that way the, they are in the know and almost, I guess you could say, fearful. Yeah. You're like, Chuck, stop clicking on the kitty video. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, man. It was great talking to you. Sounds good. Thank All you. Right. Have a good day. Uh -huh. Take care. All right. So we're sitting here with Charlene Wells. It is great to see uh, women in IT. My daughter, she's two right now, so I try to. You always try to think of the future of what you want them to do. Cybersecurity, coding, things like that are the future. It, that is the future. And now, what organization are you actually with? I'm with the Girl Scouts of Missouri Heartland. Okay, so so that's a big part of it. Is how how important it is to you to get women into IT. It's very important. We do events every year, uh, Project STEM. Um, we have patches. We actually have a new uh, kit that's in our council shops that's a cybersecurity game, which is really cool. That is cool. That I, is cool. See, I see that future with my daughter, and she's and it's so neat to see her. Anytime I pull out anything that has to do tech-wise, she's just like, Barbie doll on floor. What are you doing, Dad? <laughs> so it's amazing to see her like kind of grasp that and understand what what she wants to do so the other one too is what did you take away from this event is is it kind of scary the fact what the future holds for a lot for every day for us as a business it is very scary um it, just our children in general they're wrapped into their computers and their cell phones and uh, it's just it's everywhere i think the education part is just so critical mm -hmm. even for us i do believe that the human error is greater than all of the blocks that we have in our in our organization. Do you think it's one of those things trying to educate some of the some of the kids coming up in general like hey what you put out there 
is going to stick and somebody's going to grab that and use that information against you. Do you think that's a huge impact, have to navigate to let them understand that down the line? No, actually, I, I really believe that uh, the Girl Scout organization is moving towards education, the programs, um, the opportunities that we give girls to empower them to be confident and courageous. Yes, I'm, I'm just really thrilled. Um, today, I was the only woman here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a count and was like, hmm, I'm the only woman here. So yeah. uh, that surprised me somewhat. Um, but bring it on. Exactly. We just need to get more, more girls excited and empower them and women in, in uh, technology. And I think that will happen. I, I definitely see that future for my daughter. Yes, we are so passionate about our mission. And just to empower the girls to be uh, courageous and to, to just look at technology as a future. I do have more girls that are sending me information so that I can, uh, they can job shadow, which I think is really exciting at the high school level. And so I, you know, it's just... It's just a whole different, I mean, we even have technology at our camps. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the parents are like, well, why do you have technology there? And I mean, that's where the girls are. Yeah. They're all into the Snapchat and, you know, the Instagram. And so we need to teach them how to be safe. So what what are you taking away from this event whenever you you leave and you go out there? What are you going to take away to kind of just tell to the masses? Well, I did tell work that, we were going to shut down our computers and bring out pens and paper <laughs> because cybersecurity is just, I mean, I had no idea that it, you know, was $2 million a day of, wow. Um, I really feel that we are going to be kicking off a cybersecurity training of our staff. Also, another thing that really stuck in my mind was uh, we're a nonprofit and a lot of people in an organization think, oh, we're a nonprofit. What you know? What information would they want from us? You know that we're not a big enough target, and it's not always the big target. It's the small businesses. Yeah, and, yeah. And and really, what it is once they get into the root of the system of your company, and then then it's another company, and then it's another company. And they don't think they realize like they'll go for the small fish, and then the, all of a sudden it turns into a firestorm, and they don't realize how bad that is. But it was great talking to you. Thank you so much for coming Thank out. Oh, I hope to see you at this one next year. That would be great. I would love it. I had a great time. It's very informational. I think everyone should contact Pearson Kelly and get a have them come out and do an evaluation of their security because yeah. it's very important. Awesome. Thank you so much Thank for talking you. with me. You have a good day. Thanks. You too. All right. We're back with Ray Sutterwan. So you're with Continuum. So tell me about the event. So what do you think so far? You know, honestly, it's um, I've attended many of these throughout the U.S. and uh, you guys have, you know, drew, drew a, a lot of attendance and. I saw a lot of you know people wanted to know more about cybersecurity and you know some 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 of the things that um, they can do to protect themselves in the future. So had some really great conversations and it's it's been a, a pretty good event in, in part one. So okay, so what what you, what is your actual position? Yeah, so I'm um, the the senior partner manager um, that take care that takes care of the Pearson Kelly account. So okay. um, I just kind of oversee on the sales and marketing. Aside, uh, where you know Chelsea and I will talk around deals and stuff like that, and uh, things that hit the pipeline, and I can try and help you guys close them as quickly as possible. Okay. So what? So being in this in this sector, what are some of the scary things that you're starting to see? Um, 
the, um, the the biggest thing that, that comes to mind is is security, right? And um, how tools are are sophisticated and how the landscape is changing. And um, the the biggest uh, pitfall in in the cybersecurity world is the end users, right? And we feel that the end users need to be educated more around how to navigate, um, you know, opening emails and 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 navigating navigating the web. So, you know, we, I just feel that um, th there's a strong need to inform the the end users, your clients, around the uh, you know security and how it's evolving and how to protect you know how to protect their their networks. You know, it's happening every day. What we hear, you know, someone's going to turn on the news tonight and someone's been hacked, right? And millions of dollars was 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 sent over to to the criminals um but and and, and that's what's crazy are people actually paying this yeah that's, that's what's insane about yeah. it when they they don't realize they can roll the clock back right on everything and i think that's important is that you're not just defenseless you you have help but now one thing i want to know is like just like we have insurance on anything it, this is essentially insurance it, it it's a form of insurance like um i think what uh, what we will promise you is that you know we're never going to protect it, the the environment you know 100% of the time we'll be at 99% of the time mm -hmm. where you know we'll have people looking over events and if if there are um, intruders that are trying to you know hack the network like we are we, we can see that happening um, so you know that that gives a little bit of comfort when when people are sleeping at night and there's someone in uh, in Russia trying to hack in through uh, through the network right so. Um, but yeah, no, it, honestly, it's just, you know, I think, again, I'm just very passionate about awareness and, and making sure that, um, you know, we keep, um, we keep the, the end users educated around what's happening, the type of ransomware attack. Like, again, earlier uh, where Drew was, was presenting where uh, that popcorn ransomware where, you know, I, I, would, I would attack you and then, but you know what, you would be omit from that if you were to send this to another friend, right? Like that's just, that's just crazy, right? Like, so it's just like, here, if I give you're, you, you're, you're ratting your, your friends out here. So. Yeah. And nine times out of 10 people do that too, don't they? 100%. They're like, you know what? I'll get rid of this guy if he does this. Yeah. You just give it to your worst enemy, right? So I'm going to give this to my boss. He's probably going to fire me next week anyway. So yeah. let's just do this. Exactly. Uh, you know, and one of the things that it's scary is You've seen AI, right? Yep. Like down the line. Now, one of the things that we're noticing is that AI is taking a form of where it can sound like other people. Is that one of the things that you guys are starting to, you're are kind of scared for for the future? Yeah. Well? Yeah. So AI is definitely on our radar, you know, Internet of Things, like all these different mm -hmm. little devices uh, that appear on the net. So, you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to st stay ahead of the, the, the curve to keep tools fresh for for you guys. Uh, so you guys are well equipped to, to combat these. So, uh, you know. Absolutely, we're, we're we're looking at the AI in the future, and you know the different types of tools to protect them. I think the biggest thing you need to to, to know is you know just to see where you're at with in terms of uh, where you're at with security. Just book a, a risk assessment with you know with with an account manager. Just understand where where you're at um, and where you need to protect yourselves and where the gaps are. Everyone has gaps. Uh, I we realize that people have budgetary constraints and all that sort of stuff. But you really need to figure out, um, you know, what you're protecting, uh, what you're protected for, and what your what your gaps and holes are. All right, right on. Yeah. Thank you, Ray. Thank you for visiting us. All right, no problem. Take All right, care. Have a good day. Thank you guys for joining us today on the Pearson Kelly podcast. Pearson Kelly is the best in class for all your solution needs. Until next time, I'll see you in the workplace of the future. Goodbye.